back to part two of the draft recap. I apologize for the delay. Labor Day weekend kind of got in the way. Also got a new dog. Send you guys some pictures. Um, that being said, we won't waste your time here long. We'll jump directly back into the drunkness that is the second half of this podcast. Cheers. Fire him at fire at me when Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> fire at me when you look at Joe's team. Um yikes. Oh initial thoughts are yikes. Yeah. Walk me through that. Very quickly, uh, let's start with Jared Garf. Jared uh, Garf. I know everyone's saying they're the Rams, and I'm sure he'll be fine. But there's a world where that offense has a little bit of a hiccup with the fact that their offensive line are a bunch of rookies. Uh, I don't say a bunch, but two out of the five are, are rookies. And their starting left tackle is 38 years old. So, I, you know, there could be question marks there. Joe Mixon will be fine on a really crappy team, which always kind of tends to cap people's upside. Jordan Howard, one of 17 running backs that the Philadelphia Eagles have, so good luck figuring that situation out. Lamar Miller, he lost to the year. That's also a big yikes. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had setbacks on his bench, also a big yikes. Callaway suspended four games as a yikes. Uh, do you want to talk about Jamal Williams on his bench, or do you want me to do that for you? Oh, um, no one could know talented, more than you. Super talented Jamal Williams just never got the chance. And when he did, he got hurt, unfortunately. He'll get his day someday. And then uh, Gio Bernard as a handcuffed question mark? Uh, not a fan of any of that. Uh, his receiving core is fine. Uh, Kenny Stills could get traded slash cut and maybe end up in a better situation. Allen Robinson for the Bears relatively uninspiring outside of the top 40 last year on when the offense was rolling. So I don't know if he's going to go up necessarily. Uh, I owned Edelman last year. And as much as I enjoyed him catching a lot of catches and doing what he does, he seemed to be like barely holding up, getting hit, getting hurt, leaving, leaving the field uh, limping and whatnot. And he's like 33. So I'm nervous. And then you got Odell who, has never played a 16-game season, so don't anticipate that to happen this year. Uh, A.K.A., yikes. Yeah. That's my take. But let me fire off here. Jared Goff, I like. He is a textbook good fantasy quarterback. That offense will not be bad. I mean, it just won't. So he will be He will be fine. He is like the epitome of like a great floor quarterback. I don't think he's going to crack the top five. He'll probably be in the top 10 due to consistency, but at the end of the day, like you can't hate it. Joe Mixon, I think it was a little bit of uh, a reach for him. It was a second pick, although he was at the back of the turn. I just think the Bengals are garbage. Like, I don't. Good teams have good running backs. Bad teams can have good fantasy players, but but rarely is it the running back. Doesn't mean it's not, but rarely. Um, and the Bengals are not a team that I project this year to have a, like, uh, a stud RB back there. I think Joe Mixon will be a borderline one too, but I'm not super high. Jordan Howard, I think is actually really bad. I think that's not good at all. <laughs> um, in the contrary, I think I'm like really, really high on Odell this year. I think he's a top five for sure. 
And, and kind of like you said, he's never played 16. So you have to factor that into that. But I think when he will play, the way that offense is run and the way Freddie Kitchens at least showed last year is like Odell will be really, really fucking good. Um, Julian, loosely the same thing. Pretty injury dependent, but even who they have on the outside. The slot receiver is so valuable on an aging who's really accurate and efficient. But like that boy, if you watched last year, he's not tossing the deep ball like he used to. That is the first thing that went for him. And I think a guy in the slot, the timing routes, the being better than the immediate defense is something that he will succeed in. I think Julian Edelman will get a like a dick ton of receptions this year. Vance McDonald, kind of hype train. I like him. I'll I'll buy into the Vance stance. Uh Allen and Kenny Stills. Allen. I guess he's the best wide receiver on that team. Hope he doesn't line up on the left. That's a death sentence. Is that a death sentence or no? That is for sure. Yeah. You might as well be a decoy on the left. Yeah, it's a death sentence. He might as well be on the IR if you line up left. Um, Kenny Stills, like you said, might be traded. What the fuck is coming out of Miami? Like last year, he was a captain. This year might be traded. Like Who cares who plays for that team? Basically. Dolphins are garbage. Uh, Lamar Miller died. Why is he on here and not the IR slot? Uh, Jamal Williams is not. I mean, he's not going to be an RB one or two. Uh, by the end of the year, he'll barely be an RB three. I don't think they really like that talent at the end of the year. They drafted super talented. No, no, he's not. They da- they drafted Dexter Williams. They have other guys. Um, I actually don't think they. Well, they might have, but now LaFleur, he doesn't like Jamal Williams. It's not his kind of running back. Bernard, I think, is actually super important to Joe's team. Ted Ginn, I like way more than Traquan Smith. Jarek McKinnon, it sounds like he's never going to play football again. Um, And Antonio Callaway for four weeks? Hell no. Joe's going to drop that guy by week one, right? So where do you think Joe finishes next year? Oh, textbook, barely make playoff third place. Wow. I was thinking bottom four material. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. Joe always barely makes the playoff and gets third place. It's a history thing. <laughs> Joe, Joe will never win this league. He just won't. <laughs> I would make, oh. I would make a, a water bet of semen that this boy doesn't win the league for the next Ew. decade. <laughs> oh. I don't feel I don't want to be, I don't want to make that bet at all. He's just cuz and it's not it's almost like it's not it's it's a it's a higher power. This man will never win. Yeah, but I also think that this this could be a team that's not nah. that doesn't hold up. No no, I agree. Like I'm sticking I'm sticking with I think bottom four potential unfortunately for Joe. I can't argue that because I just voted him to never win the league for a decade. Like how could yeah. I not be on your side. I don't know. But we'll go to Ben. All right. Benjamin. Give me the beach Benjamin draft Tiller. king. Like your initial reactions, the like beach draft for things like that. Here's the thing. I've seen him do worse. So oh, yeah. good on you. Still made some questionable picks. Still some classic <laughs> Ben in there. Aaron Jones in the first round. Love the aggression. Mm. Not sure it was necessary. I guess I mean shoot your shot, right? But uh, Philip Lindsay, I love the man. 
because I had him last year. I also do not love the fact that Theo Riddick is one more person in that backfield that is just annoying. Um, I think Philip Lindsay should be used more. I don't know that he will be, and they have like four running backs that they all plan on using. So unless injuries start happening to everyone else, you're going to just be annoyed. Uh, Juju's going to have a good year. Fuller's not going to be healthy. OJ Howard's got potential. Mark Ingram is going to be relatively safe floor. Probably won't uh, boom for you as much. Sterling Shepard should get a lot of garbage catches, which is always nice. Don't understand the triple tight end threat. What what was that? Ebron and Delaney Walker? Okay. Uh, Goodwin, Tate, Aguilar, Higgins, all of them. Meh. It's pretty much where I'm at with Ben. All right. I just set back. What did you say? <laughs> uh, I just finished wrapping up, literally. Um, Goodwin, Tate, Aguilar, and Higgins, those four are really meh. Uh, I don't see any of them breaking out, so it's kind of irrelevant. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Quick thoughts on his team, worst team in the league. Like, Ben has depth at wide receiver and tight end. The two, like, one, the fact that I said someone has tight end depth, that's a problem. (laughs) Like, you you shouldn't. (laughs) The waiver wire is your depth. But he said, fuck it. And then wide receiver is like, fine, if you have three to four solid guys. But Aaron Jones, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, none of those guys I would ever call a bell cow. Ever. I'm a Packers fan. I want Aaron Jones to be a bell cow. That boy is not. Philip Lindsay, for some fucking reason, they like Devonta Freeman. They like him. They want to keep giving him the football. Doesn't mean both of those guys will not be good, but you, but for one, two, no super stud, kind of run into an issue. Mark Ingram, they paid him RB1 money. Their number one RB is, is Jackson. It, it's their quarterback. He's going to run the ball more than anyone else on that team. They drafted Justice Hill. They have three other running backs, two, three. Like, they have a lot of fucking other running backs on that squad. I think he'll be good. And actually, he's a great flex, but not backing up Aaron Jones. That is where I feel a little worse. Except for, that's those are all his, his running backs. You want, like, two mm-hmm. more on this squad. You don't take suspended Rashad Higgins. Don't take suspended Golden Tate. Double... Suspended boys, or oh no, 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 Higgins, Higgins is it's Callaway, Callaway. Yeah. Um, but third on the depths chart, want to be fourth when Callaway comes back, like that's bad, yeah, for sure. 100% agree with you. Um, yeah, Devonta Booker is annoying in the passing game, theoretically, will be annoying in the passing game, and Rolls Royce Freeman is going to be a fat piece of shit in the run game, yeah. And that that's arguably arguably his best running back. But that's fine. So, we'll uh we'll move on to Dom here. Um let's do it. Give me your quick thoughts. What are you thinking of the one time champ? Where are your receivers? Mm. I like Diggs. Mine or I his? like Valdez Scandling. His. DK Metcalf is in his starting line. AJ Green is doubtful. Nikhil Harry 
is questionable on his bench. Isabella, I don't know, is that a girl playing receiver for the Cardinals? And then A.J. Brown, rookie receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Where are your actual receivers? Because I'm going to need more than that. I don't yeah. know. What's your take? Yeah. When I look at this, at this team, top to bottom, yo, starting quarterback, Matt Stafford, he drafted a backup quarterback, Derek Eyewear Mascara Caw. Both of them. <laughs> you should literally like put both of them on the waiver wire, get a running back, and grab Ben Roethlisberger, and never roster those boys again. Shout out Alex Krause. Shout out Alex. The Lions fan, let him look you in the eyes and tell you Matthew Stafford is good for fantasy football. Because he's actually not. <laughs> he's a guy that everybody gets tricked into drafting. Is he a good NFL quarterback? Yes. Yes, he fucking is. I am on board with that. I think he is a good player. He's a good fucking quarterback. Upper echelon. I'd put him definitely top hat, top half. No questions asked. Fantasy football. He throws it a surprising amount of times and is actually just not good. Like, he's, he's not giving you quarterback one numbers ever. Ever. Le'Veon Bell, I'm secretly high on. Not secretly for Dan. He tried to get me to draft him or trade ones or some shit. He's a psychopath. But I do like Le'Veon Bell. I like James White. <laughs> I think he's all right. I think as your RB2, though, that's a little rough. I want that as my flex. Stefan Diggs, I do like him. I think Stefan is fucking good. I think this is his season. The same way I predicted a Adam Thielen injury, I predict the Stefan Diggs healthy. I take it. That's... I, I giveth. Wow. I'm doing both. I feel wow. in, I digseth. I'm out here. Okay, okay. DK Metcalf, you did that to yourself. You're, you're an idiot. Travis Kelso, Kels, though, I like. <laughs> Fuck off. Rashad Penny is your third running back. That is rough. That, this is where, in the crux of his team, we get into the fucking depths. This is where it's, it's, it's bad. And, like, don't get me wrong. Chris Carson has been injured, does get injured. I own him. I understand that risk. But, like, even then, they would put other running backs out there because I don't think the Seahawks like Rashad Penny that much. And the problem is they drafted him that high that they do. And then Pete Carroll's chewing his fucking double bubble. And he's like, Rashad, I mean, he's like a, like a stepson to me. And it's like, oh, not a real son? He's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Dap son. Like, good kid. Good kid. Good kid. Not my wife. Good kid. Good kid. <laughs> and it's like, Ugh. That's when you know that chunky monkey isn't going to get it done. <laughs> I do like MVS. In the same way I like Ryan's Geronimo, in the same way I'm skeptical. Can be good, can be bad. Depends on what you're working with, with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This is where Dom can actually come into fruition here. AJ Green only misses three games. And he's running Le'Veon, James White, Stefan, AJ Green, 
like Travis Kelce, like super lineup out there. That is like the deep shit. That's really good. AJ Green, though, definitely not playing till week six. I heard what they said. That boy doesn't give a fuck. He got paid. <laughs> that team is bad. He, what is he coming back for? To be the first team to be out of the playoffs? Fuck that shit. He can do that under Marvin Lewis. He's not coming back under under a new coach to do that shit. And so him and Nikhil Harris, fucking backup. No. On New England, that's a disaster. Alfred Morris traded that boy, and he scored no points the next week. And then Andy Isabella. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> I, I don't. And, and he don't either, because that boy act. He don't either. AJ Brown? No, 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 no. You want Antonio Brown. That's the wrong guy. Derek Carr? Oh. That's also the wrong car. You want David Carr. Because he's going to be better oh. than Derek Carr this year because Nathan Peterman's going out on the field. First off, David Carr can't be better than Derek because he is already failed that test. <laughs> Second, why do you want Nathan Peterman to play quarterback? Like, why do you hate the world so much? Because... All he's going to do is toss the number one wide receiver. And he's not on the you bills. He doesn't know what no, who his number one receiver is, or more importantly, what jersey color that person wears. No. John Gruden he will throw coming on the mic, and he's oh. going to be Spider oh X, Y, 2V, Slant, X, throw it to fucking Banana. Antonio Brown, or I'm going to end your life. And Derek Carr is like, <laughs> I wear a mascara. I do what I want. And Nathan Peterman's like, dear God, don't assassinate me in my sleep. I will toss it to Antonio Brown. Sure. This is his like passing chart. Antonio Brown lines up to the right. Six straight plays. Pick, completion, completion, pick, completion, touchdown. And that's how I win. Two picks, four completions, one touchdown. I win the game. Like, I'm done. I already won. Okay. I see it. Is that wrong? Yeah, because I don't think Nick <laughs> Peterman will see the field. So, yes, I think, think it's wrong, but yeah. That's fair. I mean, I can't argue that hard. But uh, we'll go into Ian. I'll let you know why Ian will never win this league. Sure, let me know. I mean, is that hard to understand? Actually, uh, I mean, let, let me restate that take. We'll move on to Ian, who has a surprisingly good team uh, that I was unprepared to talk about, essentially. Matt Ryan, I like. James Conner, I like. Marvin Mack, even outside of Andrew Luck news, I like. Brandon Cooks, I think, is a sneaky value. Tyler Lockett, he ain't breaking 100 receptions, but if the efficiency is there. Hunter Henry, I really like. Calvin Ridley, not so much. Dante Pettis, not so much. So, like, when I'm looking at Ian's team, running backs are super strong. Quarterback, tight end, super strong. Wide receivers... I don't know what I'm getting into here, but he's got a lot of depth. He drafted a lot of them. Paul Richardson might not make a team, though. You might want to drop him. But this new Ridley lineup, I actually think is low-key strong. You wait two weeks. You find out who gets the receptions. You play that guy. And I think the number two in that offense is really good. And you stack that with Matt Ryan. That's really good. But quick takes. I think that's what I got. I do really like Ian's team. Gillis, tell me what you know. Uh, I feel slightly different. I think Marlon Mack is going to be uh, worse. 
Brandon Cooks and Tyler Lockett, I think, are interesting. They're, I definitely can't knock them for those picks, but I feel like they could uh, boom bust you. Um, we'll see what happens. I like James Conner. I like Matt Ryan, kind of like what you talked about. Hunter Henry should be fine. I feel like we've been waiting on him to break out for a little while now, so I'm curious to see if he is all hype. Well, he was good, and then he broke out of his knee and missed yeah. the season, but maybe he'll don't break out again. He might. He might break out on the, uh, in a good way, but we'll see. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, his bench is uh, interesting. I mean, Kareem Hunt. Won't play till week 10 at <laughs> earliest. He won't play. So maybe come in time to get you out or into the playoffs. Hell however no. you want to look at that. Hell no. Um, Madison. Yeah, like here him. they like him. Yeah. But too hey, early. Too right. early. Look at, his, look at his team. When did he get drafted? What round? He probably went back to back. Madison Hunt. Like that's a mistake. Well, overall, I don't think it's the worst team I've seen today. Oh, no way. No way. But it is what it is. I'm not in love with it. Yeah, that's fine. We'll move on to MG's team. MG's team, slight dark horse here. Gillis, give me some initial reactions on what you are seeing from Michael George. I uh, I am playing him week one. Oh, so. give me some real reactions. Well, give so. me your week one reaction. What are you looking for? you scared of i'm i'm a little nervous um there's some game scripts i really need to go my way in order for me to this week uh give you an example he has the the two-player monday night late night game thanks michael george i won't go to bed till at least one o'clock in the morning but the jacobs sanders here's the game script i need i need denver to have a lead and not throw the ball and Oakland Raiders to come out from behind and continue to throw the ball uh, so that the ball is out of Josh Jacobs' hands and out of Emmanuel Sanders' hands. Is it doable? Yes. I mean, that's what I'm rooting for. Other than that, I mean, his players have pretty good matchups and should do pretty well, so I'm just going to have to do better. Um, but that's the one game script where I think I have a chance. Uh, that, and of course, he's playing the Jets defense against your Buffalo Bills, mm. so that's a mistake. He's in for it. You, you don't want to play a defense against that offense. So many receptions, touchdowns, and yards, and no touchdowns. So many. So many of them. So many. So many of them. Mm-hmm. But no. Quick thoughts on MG's team. I mean, I do like Kyler Murray. If you believe in the hype that they haven't shown their offense, then he looks like really, really good. If they have shown their offense, well. well. We still run it. Um, Dalvin, if he's healthy. Josh Jacobs, if he's healthy. Melvin Gordon, if he reports. Think about it this way. Those three guys that I named, if you envision their best like case scenario, that is unreal. That is such a fucking league winner lineup. It's It's ridiculous. But if you envision... Dallin Cook might get hurt. Josh Jacobs, rookie running back. Melvin Gordon holds out to week 10. Boy, that sounds bad. That actually sounds like not so great. Mm-hmm. But Michael Thomas, bona fide. Kenny Galladay, at least a 50-50 split wide receiver, 1,000 yards. 
Um, your Marvin Jones take, like your whatever, like I get it. Same thing for him. I think they finish pretty neck and neck. I rank them pretty similar. So Galladay, I do like. Evan Ingram, I do really like. Melvin Gordon, I don't really like because I drafted his backup. And I'm just going to will this. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> that guy's apparently a god. Like you're, he has, He's playing with like negative five Achilles because he doesn't need him. Because he clearly didn't rehab one, rehab, rehab one, because they're not important, or else he wouldn't be back this fast. Like, there's no way he owns an Achilles tendon. He had to have taken steroids. Oh, like seven steroids. There's no way you're 32 and you're returning that fast from one Achilles. Mark McGuire dose of steroids. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Kiki Kuti, I don't like. Devin Singletary is fine. Paris, don't like. Mike Davis, don't like. John Ross, the fucking third stringer, I don't like. That's what the three is for, I assume. Josh Jordan Reed, as an owner last year, yo, that boy done. He's always going to get hurt. The upside on this roster is incredible. It's unreal. It is league-winning like upside, but realistically, dangerous, but needs some work. I think is is where I would classify this. I'm pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, I 100% agree, and I'm not looking forward to week one, but we'll see. But we'll move on to Daniel Hyder. <sighs> Here's the thing. Guys, at this point, this is just a fair warning. I think everyone listening right now should go ahead and uh, hit pause, get everything ready, you know, buckle in because this this is going to be uh between me and zach i think we have some choice analysis for this team here uh zach do you want the honors yeah i will uh i'll break this one open so we look at this let's let's top down this bad boy we have mitchell trubisky that boy can't throw left and if you don't believe me just Fucking Google Mitchell Trubisky cannot throw left. You'll get like montage after montage after sad face Matt Nagy of this boy not throwing left and Dan being in denial until you show it in his face. And he looks at it and he's like, the left side of the field's overrated. And that feels good because that means Dan's going to suck this year. And then he played Jack Nicholas. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd Gurley. But they have the same knees, equal knees, the same amount of knees. And Todd Gurley, not that he's unhealthy. It's actually that he's good. Todd Gurley is an amazing. Okay, okay. Let me paint you a picture. Todd Gurley is an amazing running back. And you can play him for five games. But you don't know what those five games are. You're the Rams. You're a super prolific offense. You have. You've paid immense money on some studs on defense. You're pretty great on both sides of the ball. Chances are pretty high you're going to make the playoffs. And then this guy that you have on offense is your wild card. And you just need him to be healthy. But like we talked about before, you don't really know when. So week three, week two, maybe week one, he rolled out there. It's acting up. What is the first thing you do? A, do you rush him into the dirt? No, that's fucking stupid. B, do you give him five to ten carries a game 
for 16 games so you can just unleash him in the playoffs when the money's down because you weren't able to play him in the Super Bowl last year because you did the opposite and gave him almost 30 carries a game. We have a winner. (laughs) And that is Dan's second-round pick. And if you look at Dan's ESPN starting lineup, he doesn't have his first-round pick in the lineup. That's because Jerry Jones literally just came out and said he wants for the playoffs. They just get hit more than anyone else. And they're, the, the lifespan is short. Ezekiel is going to sit out. Jerry Jones isn't a fucking idiot. He's sat through like four decades of NFL football. He's the Rip Van Winkle of football. So when I look at Dan's team, I see a quarterback that can't throw left. A guy who has no knees that's not going to play football for at least six weeks. Adrian Peterson, he's split in the backfield. Chris Godwin, what a what a fucking degenerate buying in on the hype train. Third round pick, what a fucking chump. Larry Fitzgerald, that team looks bad in the preseason. Trey Burton, I'm surprised he's still in the league. D.D. Westbrook, I like that pick. Solid pick. I like that guy. I would have drafted him. Cortland Sutton. Every advanced metric on Cortland Sutton is bad. Outside of Emmanuel Sanders being hurt and Demarius Thomas going to a different team, every metric says Cortland Sutton is a bad football player. And Joe Flacco's your quarterback. That boy bad. And then you back-to-back round backed up Mitchell with Kirk Cousins. Do you know how to play this game? That is so bad. I could have a 30-minute argument over who is better, and the end result is that they're both mediocre, and I don't want to start them. Jalen Samuels, I like that. Good backup. Super high upside. Austin Hooper, backup tight end. Why Are you Ben? What the fuck is this? Ryquel Armstead. Darren Sproles. That boy retired. Josh Gordon. I like that. I do like that. So at the end of the day, Dan's in shambles. But we knew that. We know how this guy goes in to the fantasy football season. He doesn't go in strong, but is he strong enough that he can salvage it? Last year, no. Pretty much every year and since like 2009, no. Is this the different year? And I say no. Josh, what do you say? Oh, so much of what you said is just so true that it was, it was just fun to sit back and listen to. But here's, here's my biggest thing. You know, remember when 36 years old used to be, like, old for any player? Mm, I do. Remember when it was really, really old for a position player? Wait, who? Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, no. <laughs> he is. He is. And uh, Adrian Peterson is a, is a young 34, question mark, on the young. Uh, also reports out of camp that Adrian Peterson has uh, lost all of the money he's made in his uh, NFL career. His agent, quote-unquote, says uh, he trusted the wrong people and got swindled. Uh, hilarious. Riverboat gamblers. But also why he's still in the league trying to collect paychecks, because I'm pretty sure he owes roughly $6 million. Yeah, he's no, I have no fear of Adrian Peterson at 34 years old and Larry Fitzgerald at 36, even with a rejuvenated offense that could potentially, we don't know, it could be good, it could be bad, but Fitzy, I, I love you, you're going to go in the Hall of Fame, but 36, man, I mean, and I wouldn't even be mad if someone put Larry Flex, but 
to have them be as important to their team as Larry Fitz is to Dan's team, I just I just yeah. don't think it's a good look. I just don't at all. But hey, what do I know? You know, I'm not the guy who draft Trubisky and Kirk Cousins is the same. I mean, there's there's plenty of argument there that neither one of those guys should even be owned, let alone drafted back-to-back. So there's two ways that anyone in the league can look at Dan. You can look at it as one, that is hard to do. That man won two championships. Not only did he win two, he won them back-to-back. Never been done. Never been done. Or you can look at a guy who peaked eight years ago, seven, <laughs> eight, seven years ago, when we were all fucking idiots at fantasy. And, and he didn't know anything about football, and we got blinded by the fact that we thought we did know. And all he did was come in, run the numbers, and play the game. And we were sitting over here like, how the fuck is he doing it? And now we're all way too smart for that shit, which is why... He has never even sniffed it again. Everybody has a chance this year. Don't think you don't. Outside of Dan, your team's fucking garbage. (laughs) But (laughs) we'll move on to the last team of the night. We'll move on to Alex's uh, Alex Crouch that is present at the draft and didn't get drunk enough. He was the first pick Saquon Barkley. Got Sanders, Jones, Anderson, Kittle Balazs, Jones, super late quarterback picks in there. He punted that. Gillis, give me some thoughts. Uh, I know he walked away feeling like you won the draft, and I don't know that he did, and I don't know that he didn't. Uh, I think arguments can be made on most sides. Uh, Jameis, is he going to be the the famous Jameis that uh, under Bruce Arians is, is on the hype train, or is he going to suck? I guess we'll find out. Saquon Barkley, obviously a good pick. He's going to do it all for the Giants. Let's just hope he holds up because I don't know anybody who's going to carry the ball and receive the ball as much as he will. Uh, Sanders for the Eagles, maybe he breaks away and becomes the real deal, Um, or he's just one of a million running backs there. Julio Jones is a beast. Would never say a bad thing about that man. Uh, Robbie Anderson, it's a bad break that he's already hurt. Because I do actually think he's got uh, some good upside. I think Darnold's going to have a pretty good year. Kittle will be fine. The Garoppago tossing him the rock. Mm. He's got nothing to worry about there. Garoppago. Kalen Balazs. Uh, listen, I own one Miami player, and I feel really bad about it. So I assume everyone else who owns a Miami player feels bad about it as well. And Marvin Jones, I get it. Um, definitely a solid flex play there. His bench is fine, too. Honestly, uh, I like Pollard, especially with the whole Zeke thing happening. Uh, Deshaun Jackson I like this year. I like uh, – I think Anunwa has a chance. I don't know. I, I never figured out what happened to him in that injury uh, where he, like, broke his neck or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's ever come back the same player or whatever. But I do – like I said before, I think the Jets' offense and Darnold could maybe make Anunwa a pretty good pick there. So. Yeah. I actually, this is one of the few benches where I look at it and I actually like the bench along yeah. with several players there. So I think it's a pretty well-rounded team. Yeah. I mean, that's how I would describe it. I don't think I'm like super high like I am on others. Definitely not super low, though. He's he's on the upper tier. Saquon, Miles, a guy I'm a little bit high on. It might take a couple weeks. I like Julio. I like Rob. Robbie, I like George Kittle. Kalen Balaj, all the Kenyon Drake news, I, I think that's super good for him. 
Marvin Jones, I do really like. Darwin Thompson, super, super, super good news lately. Deshaun Jackson, not so much. So he's running the Jameis. Uh, Josh Allen combo. I do really like that. Tony Pollard. Holy shit. He might have a six week running back there based on the recent Jerry Jones news. And then Anunwa Ogun, Ogun Balawe. I mean, who knows? Those are all wild cards. But overall, I think Alex has that kind of dark horse roster that he is one or two trade, one or two guy panning out away from being like really, really good. So I do really like yeah. that. Who is uh who's your number one right now and who is your place? If you had to look over everyone's rock, give yourself just a first and last off the top of your head, gut reaction, who are you calling? Uh as much as I want to tease Danny about being last for sure, um, I think there's a world where he avoids it. Mm-hmm. I do. I do worry for Joe Bolichenzo in last Ooh. place. Well, Joe last. I worry about it, man. It does not help. I know we talked about his team, but it's just one of those things to me where you know, like you said, Mixon's a good running back, but that offense is trash. Yes, Mixon can catch passes out of the backfield, but do you really yeah. want a running back, your best player, to be from behind the whole time? Yeah, yeah. probably not. Well, well, and so if everyone you're, else, if you're going Joe last, who's your first? First, I think there's a couple good candidates here. I agree. Um, I think Charlie has got a, a solid team. I think we talked about it a little bit with, I mean, he, he literally is one coin flip of a Lamar Jackson panning out away mm-hmm. from, from just, I mean, not having very many weaknesses out there. I like that. He's a guy who's high on my list post draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm if I'm going my list right now, I think last place has been. At the end of the day, the depth is not there at all. No RB, no depth in the slightest. Just like, but he has he has running. He has he does not have wide receiver depth. But like, why would you have tight end depth? His running backs are. Really not that good. His wide receivers are deep, but also not that good. That's a team that I like. He's going to have to jump, make a trade. He's going to have to look at two mediocre players, upgrade someone, and get like a bottom tier, top tier RB one, two out of that. But top guy, low key, I think is Luke. Wow. With his running backs, they're all guys I'm very high on. And his wide receivers have disgusting upside. Like, if I told you Alshon Jeffrey had 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns, would you say no? Would that be that outlandish? No, it's not outlandish at all. That's a guy who I think had a phenomenal draft, who hopefully has like little lifting to do when it comes to the regular season. Yeah, I get it. All right. But that's the draft recap. We're going to come in here at the water bet recap off of what I have of draft night, pretty much. All the ones that I got on draft night. Let's hear what we have. The first one off the table is Joe Colomincinzo versus me and my brother, Michael. It is the best record. Packers and Browns. Me and Joe are taking the Packers. My brother is taking the Browns. That is two Packers fans versus a Browns fan. Josh, initial thoughts. Who's going to have the best record, Packers or Browns? Packers. 
Oh, Packers 100. Very fast. Uh, yeah, well, I am a Bengals fan, you so have maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, yeah, honestly, I think Browns go seven and nine. I'd say the Packers go at least nine and seven. Seven and wins. I would think the big thing there is seven and nine. I think Browns seven and nine is an absolute disappointment for that squad. I think their bare their bare minimum is ten and six. If they don't get ten and six, they're upset. This I'm telling you, they're going to be upset this year. It's just going to happen. I mean, you've called that from the get-go, though, so we'll talk about the next one. That is Alex Crouch versus me. That is the Lions record alone. I am saying that they will be 500 or less. Alex is saying they will be 500 or better. 500 (sighs) is a push. What side would you side on? So do you want Lions 9 or 7, Lions 7 or 9? I think Lions 7 and 9. Because that division is too tough. I just told you I thought the Packers were going to do better than seven and nine. I think the Bears, even if they don't go do what they did last year, they can still go eight and eight. And the Vikings, I also find very respectable. And there's just you have to play those teams six. That's that's six times out of sixteen. Like you, there's no way around it. You have to play them and you have to beat them. It's a very difficult division. I think if you put the Detroit in in another division, that they would easily walk away above I, I would take them above five hundred, but I think in this division they, they are below. I can I can respect that. I don't think the Lions will hit five hundred, but I do think they'll be seven and nine and the worst in the division. So take that for what it is. I think that's almost like borderline an endorsement that I think we have a really fucking good division with good teams. Um, but we'll go on to the next one. Gillis, tell me your thoughts on Dan Hyder versus Joe Colavinchinzo. Dan says Odell will not be a top 10 wide receiver. Joe gets 10 and in. He will be a 10 or better wide receiver. People are not going to like this, but, and I don't like this, and I'm probably wrong because I'm agreeing with Dan, but I'm agreeing with Dan on this one. Will you really? This is, are you predicting injury? It's the only way to do it. Okay. Yeah, if Odell played all 16, okay. he's, he's top 10, but he won't play all 16. He has not done it. Will he play Even last 14? Year, he, no. Because that's the most he's ever played. He's only the most he's played is thirteen. Well, I well I think that's the big thing. If you told me Odell Beckham plays thirteen, even thirteen or more games, he will be a top ten wide receiver. I would, I would etch that stone no matter the team. So I, to me, what you're saying is he won't play even fourteen games or thirteen. You think he's playing twelve or less? Yeah, his best season. My understanding with talking to Michael. Um, is that, that Odell's best or the season he he played the most games was 13. You know, last year he finished, now obviously he didn't play the whole season again, but finished uh, position ranked 16. I think it is nothing, it's not a question of his talent, but no, I don't think he plays, I don't think he plays more than 12 games. I would go, I would take the under on that. So it's 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 less Odell's talent, more he's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt. He's been hurt every year. Uh, he's not played, like I said, more than thirteen. So why would I? Why would I bet that he do it now? Hard to Michael's argue. Michael's argument. I would take Michael's argument was that he likes the Browns more. Browns are gonna be fun to play for. He's gonna want to play for. Him. My thought is, you can't want to play for someone when you have a busted ankle or a pulled hammy or something else. And that's what the type of injuries that Odell had yeah. in his career. So yeah, I think it's got to be 12 or under. 
That's fair. You were siding with Dan there. Uh, another Dan Hyder verse. Michael Spangler, Alex Crouch, Charlie Earhart, myself, and Ryan Lachey. Uh, this is an overall <laughs> points bet. Dan Hyder is saying Mitchell Trubisky will score more than Baker Shake and Bakefield. Let me just ask you plainly, gut reaction, who will score more points? Mitch or Baker. Okay. Let me let me preface this. Dan did this last year with Tariq Cohen and Jarek McKinnon. And he won the bet because Jarek McKinnon tore his ACL running off a practice field. Everyone else was on the side of McKinnon and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Here, this just reminds me of it. And again, I'm going to take the mob. I'm going to take Baker Mayfield. Yep. Uh, mostly because I think Trubisky is going to run less. He's try and throw more, and he's not that great of a passer, so it's not going to work in his favor. If you can't throw left, you're in trouble. Damn. Obviously, I'm with you. I'm part of this bet. I think Baker will absolutely outscore Trubisky. When when it comes to a quarterback, running is very important, especially when it comes to fantasy football. But Trubisky stopped running at the end of last year. Dan Dan might have given Baker Mayfield the kiss of death. If Baker tears his ACL week one, you got to watch out. We'll move on to the final water bet of the evening. Um, it is Dan Hyder versus Danny Watson. Dan Hyder said uh, <laughs> Fitzpatrick will, will not play four games. He will not start four games of the regular seasons for the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go with Danny Watson on that one. Uh, Fitzpatrick absolutely will. He's going to play four games. Have you seen Josh Rosen play? Yeah, I, I sure have. If he's a project. It's, it's a long project. I mean, Flores has come out and openly said, look, we're not tanking this year. We're playing best player at every position. Um, it, you cannot put Josh Rosen out there after you make statements like that. It's no. just not possible. So, I mean, if they're not tanking and they're not building for the future and they're truly playing to win now, Fitzpatrick's going to be the quarterback. And he's going to be the quarterback for at least four games. Those are all of the water bets that I have with me that I have officially written down. If something else was made at the draft or at any other time and you want it put on the podcast, put on blast, let me know. That brings us to a close. A lot of teams, Josh. A lot of teams, a lot of players drafted, a lot, a lot to break down. Yeah. A lot of a lot of hard hitting analysis we just gave you. So you're welcome. But that's why it's a two-parter. That's why you have sat through That's right. the first part. Now you got here to the second part. Hopefully you enjoyed everything that you listened to. Hopefully you stayed and listened for your own team. And hopefully we didn't pull any punches and let you know why you're a terrible fantasy football player. Take it on the chin. Don't cry about it. Josh gets last like every year. He doesn't cry. Bottom four, bitches. I'm going to take no ACT. That we see. I think he cries. Oh, well. Man tears, but he cries. Man tears, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta leak a man tear every once in a while. <laughs> I'm gonna make that my. I'm gonna make that my team name. Man tears. Man tears. I would love that. But thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Keep it short and simple. See you, fellas. See you, boys. Good luck. Thanks again. I'm John Mayer, and I'm ready to be a star. <laughs> <laughs>